Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Foreign Policy in 5 Minutes. I'm your Tuesday host Ria and I will be giving you a brief analysis and update on the most pressing international issues. With the US presidential elections coming up in a week, Foreign Policy Talks will be running our very own US pre-election special series. Join me today in our ninth episode of Foreign Policy in 5 Minutes as I cover the Republican candidate, current U.S. President Donald J. Trump, and the foreign policy legacies from his time in the office. Whether we like it or not, the U.S. sit at a position of power in our global landscape and what happened over there would impact other parts of the world. That is one of the reasons why the U.S. presidential election holds big importance both inside and outside America. Four years ago, I was a part of the crowd that believed Donald Trump would not be elected. But unfortunately, he somehow did. At that time, my main concern about Trump being elected was the fact that he's a businessman by nature, not a statesman. And I was right to be worried because his appointment was proven to be disastrous for America's foreign policy and consequently to the international world as a whole. In the last four years, I think I've seen more foreign policy chaos and disarray compared to what I've seen and studied before as an IR scholar. In his four years, Trump has dismantled many of the foreign policy accomplishments made by previous administrations in the post-World War II era without replacing it with something better. As a result, The U.S. went through a change of roles from being the police of the world to become the mean bully that rarely cares about anything but himself. America under Trump took a step back from multilateral cooperation platforms like the WHO, UNESCO, and the UN Human Rights Council. He also withdrew American involvement in the Paris Agreement, causing a huge step back in the international effort to combat climate change. His withdrawal from the 2015 Iran nuclear deal may have gained praises from his supporters, but it mostly gained condemnation from the international foreign policy community and US allies such as France, Germany, and the UK. And while his stint with North Korea's Kim Jong-un gained a lot of media attention, in the end, it failed to produce any real results. Far from promoting democracy, Trump repeatedly praised authoritarian rulers, insisting that it is not a bad thing, because the tougher and meaner they are, the better he gets along with them. During his first campaign, the construction of a wall at the US border with Mexico was one of his flagship projects. This too, however, has failed. His highly anticipated Middle East peace plan, which he and his Israeli counterpart called the deal of the century also fell on a flat note. Despite Trump's claim of it being a win-win solution, it was deemed highly unfair by the Palestinian side. Experts have also pointed out that this plan will complicate matters in the future if it were to be executed. And lastly, of course, we could not leave out China from a recap of Trump's foreign policies. Even before the global pandemic, we have seen a more aggressive US under Trump's America First stance. The pandemic only made it worse. At a time where the world needs an effective American leadership the most, the Trump administration continues to push the blame towards China and effectively isolating itself from its allies and multilateral partners. After hearing all of this, you might be wondering whether Trump would sit for another term. So, today's question would be, 
What's the likelihood of Trump getting re-elected? I think the odds will not be in Trump's favor. Here are three reasons why. First, his COVID-19 handling is one of the worst in the world. With a country as advanced as the United States, the standard is pretty high, and Trump has failed to deliver even the bare minimums. Instead of working closely with doctors and scientists, Trump chose to engage with faulty data, conspiracy theories, and unfound facts. From endorsing hydroxychloroquine as a cure, to refusing to wear a mask in public and ended up contracting the coronavirus himself, Trump's lack of solid leadership during this crisis has led to many deaths that actually could have been prevented. His poor performance also led to the worst unemployment rate in America since the Great Depression, the second reason why it will be harder for him to win votes this time. While he promised in his campaign that he'll bring the jobs back, it won't be an easy feat for him. For jobs to come back, the US economy needs to be in a good shape, and many economists have warned that it will take years for the US to recover from the current crisis. Lastly, in the US, political affiliations usually last a lifetime, and we can usually tell how the election's result from certain states would look like from their makeup. Voters in so-called swing states would be Trump's key towards re-election, but studies have shown a decline in support towards Trump in the Republican camp. While many of them chose Trump in 2016 due to their conservative views on issues such as gun rights and abortions, or simply because they are done with the usual politicians, many of them were disappointed with the way Trump executed the presidential mandate during his term. I think America and the world deserve a better US president, especially in this time of crisis, and Donald Trump is certainly not the man. So, would he get re-elected next week? Hmm, hopefully not. That's it for today's episode. Stay tuned to our channel this week for more episodes on the US elections. If you like our series, don't forget to share and follow Foreign Policy Talks on your favorite streaming platform and also on our Instagram account at Foreign Policy Talks. Stay curious, stay healthy, and I hope to see you on our next episode.